Greetings, and thank you for joining us for the 16th episode of DC Animation with Spencer and Friends. This is an LMG podcast production. Today, I am joined by a dear friend. Let me tell you who the fuck I am. I'm the ounce on the key. I'm the bounce on the beat. You can ask anybody. I'm Larry to pee. What it do, what it do. Larry's here joining us today. And Larry, you are technically my first guest to appear on more than one episode. Hey, what you know, that's how it should be. You know, I well, know that's how it should be. That's how that's how they one started it together. So as I'm sure the people know, uh generally you will not hear the same person uh two episodes in a row, but this is a part one, part two situation. And so we have brought Larry back to discuss uh today's film which i cannot wait to get into um if you want to know what larry's background and experience with dc is uh you can listen to our last episode um we go over that a little bit but um you know me and larry we've been doing this for a while uh larry was the first person that i really kept up with these movies with uh and we would make time to watch them together now we're 31 and don't have no time (laughs) there's no time for anything it's terrible oh goodness but uh you know i appreciate you for joining us on this journey through dc animation today's film is batman the dark knight returns part two released january 29th 2013 and the comic book on which this is based is the dark knight returns I will read a synopsis in my own words, and then Larry and I are just gonna we're just gonna get into it. We're just gonna talk about it. And so we open with the news discussing the effects of Batman's return. The Joker tricks Dr. Bartholomew into getting him onto a talk show. President Reagan decides to get Superman to handle the Batman situation. A liquor store is being robbed by a new random crime person named Bruno and her henchmen. Batman, disguised as an old woman, handles them. Bruno begins to run away and Batman begins to chase. While trying to get information, Superman interferes because they need to talk. At the policeman's gala, uh, Commissioner Gordon officially hands over the job to Ellen Yindel, and the very first thing she does is put out a warrant for the Batman's arrest. Clark and Bruce have a discussion at the Wayne Ranch. Clark tells him that he needs to go back into retirement, but of course, Bruce is still living by the wish creed. So, he ain't having it. The Soviets and the U.S. are fighting over occupation of Corto Maltese. The Joker meets with one of his henchmen to prepare for his television appearance, and the police are gearing up for it because, you know, they know there's going to be some mess. Uh, Batman shows up, and the police attempt to arrest him, but that doesn't work. On the talk show, Dr. Bartholomew blames Batman for all the bad stuff the Joker has done, and the Joker slashes his throat with a broken coffee mug. Then the entire audience gets Joker gassed. Things aren't going well for Batman, so Robin comes in clutch with the Batcopter, uh, up with the 
police officers. The Joker then visits Selena Kyle and uses mind control lipstick to get her to have one of her girls use mind control lipstick to have a congressman demand that the U.S. nuke the Soviets over the Corto Maltese business. Batman, dressed as O'Halloran, shows up to get information from the police and learns that it was one of Selena's girls that uh, led to this. They find Selena bound and dressed as Wonder Woman, and they are led to the fairgrounds, and the fight begins. Robin accidentally kills the Joker's henchman, and the Joker is running through the fair just fucking people up. Batman has a final encounter with the Joker before the Joker snaps his own neck. Batman takes a little nap, and then he has to evade the cops again. Robin calls the copter and is able to get Batman out of there. The Soviets send a nuke to Corto Maltese, and Superman intercepts. The detonation releases an EMP, so everything is blacked out. There is chaos, there is looting, there is violence, but Batman ain't having it. He gets on the steed and lets the people know that he is the law. It is at that point that the police commissioner realizes that Batman is simply too much. Uh, President Reagan sends Superman back in to handle the Batman problem because he's making them look bad. Bruce has to, or Bruce has a talk with Oliver, and Oliver wants to be involved with the taking Superman down because he's pissed uh, at Superman for taking his arm. Superman issues a challenge, and Bruce calls the venue. The military clears out the area so that they can do this thing. With the help of Oliver's kryptonite dust arrow, uh, Batman comes out with a W. Then he has a heart attack and dies. Alfred blows up the Wayne Manor, and then he has a stroke and dies. At Batman's funeral, Clark hears a heartbeat because, of course, Bruce is not really dead. He and Oliver start an underground operation to teach the youth how to keep Gotham safe. Credits. So <coughs> we don't need to. Well, we can we can revisit um, voice actors. We don't need to revisit art style because it's literally the same. But uh, we can revisit voice actors. So one in particular. Um, what were your thoughts on this portrayal of the Joker? mad at it. I don't know who that guy is, but this, both of these movies had some people. There's only a few people that I knew who they were, but I wasn't mad at the random casting of it. And I was like, alright, it fits. It's cool. Because, yep. you know, we're, 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 t- we're dealing with older people anyway, so it's like, alright, let's, I, 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 you know, it is what it is on it. So, yeah, he, the guy who played Joker was pretty cool. Yeah. What about you? I think I'm in that same boat. Um, of <clears> course, <throat> this is not the voice that I hear in my head when I think of the Joker, but I was happy with this casting. I was, or rather, I was not bothered by the casting. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't have problems with it. It wasn't a situation where I was like put off or taken aback or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I think that it was a solid performance and I was very happy with it. I think it fit. Uh, I think it made sense, and yeah, I think it was good. Uh, same with Superman. Like, I was pretty happy with Superman's portrayal. Uh, whoever voiced Reagan did a good job. 
I did an excellent job. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the devil in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I still think that the voice acting was very solid. Again, whenever it's a situation where it's not the people I'm used to, but I'm still happy with it, that's honestly the best you can do yeah. um, in a situation like this. <clears throat> so we see the Joker perk up a little bit. Now that Batman's in, the Joker's in. So I think now is a good time to really talk about Dr. Bartholomew. Yeah, let's talk about Bart, because I was trying to hold back, especially trying to hold back last episode. This nigga is a whole educated man that is a fucking idiot. A fucking idiot. Are you you doing? (laughs) Are you? I just don't understand. Well, and, and here's the thing. He, because of what he thinks of Batman, he's not blaming these criminals for doing what they're doing he's blaming batman for that and so he thinks that not only is he rehabilitating them but he also is under the very false impression that like they are only doing this uh because of batman so if there wasn't a batman then everything would be fine and my thought is the fact that the joker was catatonic when batman was inactive and then batman's activity woke him back up should make it very clear that even if those two are connected, the Joker's not, he he don't need to be released. He don't need to he be released. He don't need to be on a talk show. He We don't need to put him back into the world. At all. Because he, he was fine. He was in the, wherever he was at, he was around people and he wasn't doing nothing. He was an Arkham. Yeah, you and he was you good. moving it in, in, in lively now? Oh no, send that nigga to solitary. Yeah, right like, now. <laughs> we've we've seen what he's done. Like we but again, Dr. Bartholomew, uh, I mean the Joker manipulated him into putting him on the show. But yeah. um yeah, Just I think like that, Harvey did. <laughs> yeah, like I ooh. and and it's so funny to me that Dr. Bartholomew was basically saying that Batman had, you know he was he had narcissistic and sociopathic tendencies when it's like no dr bartholomew i think that your narcissism has you believing that you are <laughs> like really getting these people to the point where they are because and it's maybe because we are on the outside looking in we know that these people do not need to be in society um and i admire the desire to rehabilitate and to help people who have done bad things be better but we are talking about a different level of crazy and with what happened with harvey dent that should have been a let's not try it again with what happened to harvey dent and that people died and the fact that they let bart do it again with somebody worse you know what that spelled out to me white privilege because let that have been a black doctor oh oh oh. Oh. yeah he would have been they would have taken his license they would have given him the chair like yeah oh yeah if that had been a black doctor that because it would have been his fault uh all the all the shit harvey did that would have absolutely been his fault if if he had been if he had been a not white doctor even if he had been a female doctor it, it would have been yeah, see, yeah, that would really, yeah, that'd have been bad too. 
yeah like there was no yeah that was absolutely uh white privilege so uh there are a lot of things or there are a few things that happened before we get to the talk show so one thing that i thought was really great in this movie uh batman's costume game was fire <laughs> like batman's oh, yeah. disguise game like we don't see that very often oh, but... yeah. <laughs> uh for a little bit <clears throat> I, I guess so. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, with that, let's let's talk about because I got I got that down in my notes because we that has always stumped me in this movie. Yeah, like he was the, first. He was the old lady, and he was an old lady. Like you know that transformation that uh, the evil queen makes in uh, Snow White. That's, yeah. that's what this was. Like, he took a potion and turned into <laughs> an old lady. An old lady. Like, he was even, like, smaller. I don't understand. If, if, if you guys have watched this movie, you saw how big Batman was compared to when he was staying next to somebody else. When he was that old lady, like Spencer said, she was a lot thicker, a lot, a lot bigger, and quite much yeah a lot shorter too like you shrunk <laughs> i was like yeah what's how you doing that here hey you you said it great it was a potion it had to be because it was yeah. mm -mm. there's no way but yeah like that was his costume game was <laughs> so good in this movie and whenever he put robin in the mutant costume i was like okay that was really good he didn't have to do a whole lot but mm -hmm. it was still really good but yeah, like whenever he came dressed as that old, I was like, oh, the the detective and the the like sneaking around and getting oh, I really like this Batman. Like he gets it done. And clearly he still got it. So um the one of the things that we also talked about was these mutant kids just kind of going from leader to leader. We talked about if you have a charismatic leader, then you know getting followers is not the hard part and so that's one of the things that the liquor store guy mentions he's like you kids will just go with whoever won't you and so now this uh bruno shows up and um bruno is a nazi a I, Nazi, and there's like, a there's a there's, there's a reason why you know she's a Nazi because yeah, she, she Bruno makes it abundantly clear <laughs> that she is a Nazi. There is no confusion. There's no negotiation. No, Bruno is a Nazi, a, a double Nazi. If you, yeah, if you really think about it, because <laughs> um, and yeah, Bruno was a uh, that was that was very uh feminist of bruno to be dressed the way bruno was hey i can let me tell you what bruno i don't know what the hell you you can probably have my money because lord jesus and uh so 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 with it you know since i'm actually critiquing the movie this time i was seeing with the animation if in the all the movements if they made them move because they're just out there they're you know and, and unless you got some plastic surgery going on yeah, you no, know when uh, Bruno was when Bruno was kicking the old lady, mm -hmm. the things was moving. They was moving. Yeah, they were moving. I was like, okay, I see you guys got made a move. I, I didn't know if y'all was gonna do that or not. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh 
you know the <laughs> the liquor store owner is is prepared kind of to take care of the situation bruno shows up and then batman shows up as the old lady and starts going to work as the old lady and you know then we're chasing bruno and yeah when superman when he hears superman he's one of the things that was great is whenever he was about to shoot that kid in the head and he's like pull that trigger and i'll be coming back for you (laughs) Yeah. And that was the that thing. was terrifying. Who was the thing is how how the old man know that was Batman? Yes, he called him Bats, and I was like, oh, oh, so you just knew? I think once he started, me. once he started going, he was like, oh, okay, I I see what's happening here. That old lady's not about to just be going to work like this. <laughs> but, yeah, but that was that was a good line though. <clears throat> and then, uh, so yeah, Bruno's being chased. And Superman comes through, and there are some people that fall into the subway, and there's a blind man who's going to die. But Mm -hmm. Superman, one of the things I always wondered is, like, why, instead of moving the man, did you stop the train? Boy, your notes is just like my notes. (laughs) (laughs) You you have been hitting all the things that were supposed to be happening right now, right now, because how many people you, you probably hurt? Doing that because that train came to a complete stop, and yeah. I know and somebody. Got I know there were people standing. Yeah, like the <laughs> people. If nothing else got like jerked and gonna yeah. be sore because don't be because yeah, that train came to a hard stop. Could have just easily grabbed the man and got it out the way. Yeah, and but so you know, superhero world, they don't care, you know. Yeah, and put it on they, my, need, put it on they my needed us. Yeah, they needed us to see that Superman was like strong enough to just ah, and mm. not, like it was it was nothing. It was just you know another stop on the way on the journey. So that was weird to me, but uh, yeah, Bruno uh, start you know just trying to shoot Superman, which yeah, that's what you do. And then um, Bruno got locked up uh, in the pipes and. Then got knocked the fuck out, and then punched her ass. <laughs> yeah, and I really like how much Superman respected Batman because Batman said, "We will talk in the morning. Until then, stay the fuck out of my way." <laughs> and Superman was like, "Got it," <laughs> and left. Because at this at this point in movie, you don't. Um, we haven't seen Superman yet. We've seen like his cape, his body, or whatever, the silhouette of him, but we ain't actually seen him. Yeah, we, yeah, to this point, we still haven't seen him. We just know that he's there. And mm-hmm. so, in the morning, uh, you know, the, that that scene, was the way they were dressed, and like, that whole thing was just so funny to me. I was like, this is so American. Like, Superman is in his little open shirt with his boots, and uh, he's got the Captain Morgan stance, and a and a fucking eagle comes to him. Hey, he was really rocking that. I didn't even know. No, he it was, was honestly it was fire. But I was like, this is, <laughs> oh my god, this is so on the nose. But I really kind of like it. Uh, and then yeah, they have the discussion, and it's so funny to me that Superman often gets checked in these movies because you know Superman is always uh lecturing about you know the right thing to do and justice and all that and one of the things that happens in this is 
Batman says to him, we're all criminals. The only difference is you have a boss. Superman had nothing to say. Yeah, because you old Boy Scout ass nigga. You know yeah. what you are. Superman, there are a lot of these movies we've talked about where Superman gets checked by somebody. Um, in the second episode, he got checked by Wonder Woman. In the 14th episode, he gets checked by uh, Manchester because Manchester is basically saying to him, like, all that superhero bullshit, no. Like, that's not, it's okay for your government to go killing people. But mm-hmm. when we do it, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But your government does it literally all the time. And that's who you answer to. And Superman had nothing to say to that. Nope. And so, you know, uh, this is another situation where Superman kind of gets checked. Because there's not really much to say uh, whenever Batman says that. Because he's like, no, we're all criminals, Clark. The only difference is you have a boss and I don't. Because I'm not so, doing that. And Superman basically says, uh, somebody with authority is going to tell me to come get you. And he said, and when they do, may the best man win. <laughs> so you got me fucked up if you think I'm about to just give. No, I don't answer to you. I don't answer to no goddamn body. Superman, I, Superman yeah, don't I'm have an, to answer to anybody, too. Because what, what, what He doesn't have to. to. What are but, you going to <laughs> but that again, I think a part of Superman's power is just goodness mm. in general. Uh, but yeah, Batman was like, "No, I, I don't answer." Like, I'm an embarrassment to them. Is why they're mad. They're mad because I'm not just going to acquiesce. And yeah, I'm not doing that. So no, they I, if they wanna, if they send you to come for me, that's <clears throat> what it's going to be. I don't in the comic book that you have read. I am interested in knowing about what happened 12, 15 years prior to this that led them to this point, to where they're looking. Now, I have not read uh, Frank Miller's, I don't know if there's any material uh, in the in-between. I know that we have Batman Year One, um, and I know that we have this one. I there may be issues in between. There may be um, an issue where we actually see what essentially comes down to being like the superhero registration or the the superheroes doing kind of what happened in the Incredibles, where like they make an agreement to retire and go underground. Um, I don't know if that actually happens or if it's just alluded to. I'd be surprised if there if that wasn't actually done but if it was i am not familiar with it so that may be some research that i would need to do because i'm not these are the only two points of frank miller's batman that i'm actually pretty familiar with is what happens in year one um and like maybe a little bit after that and then this point yeah yeah i just just always wanted to know because 10 years is a long time. Are you telling me in, in 10 years that? Because I actually, I want to see what happened to Oliver. Like, I, yeah, I want to yeah. see it. Oh, no. Because like you said, everybody, they, they talk about, he, he basically talks about the Justice League and everybody. And he's saying that we, we all stopped or whatever. Yeah, he you said know, Wonder I mean, Woman Diana, went back to Themyscira. Yeah. Uh, yeah Hal left yeah. the planet. Like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. Why? <laughs> what? 
what did Martian Manhunter do? Did, didn't want to come down ten years. Yeah, yeah, beat everybody. Cool. All right, everybody's beaten. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I don't know. Like, I am assuming that there was nothing catastrophic enough that happened where anybody was needed. So, because it sounds like Superman's just dealing with uh, earthly shit. And relatively domestic matters, uh, maybe the occasional international situation. But yeah, so we can talk about Corto Maltese then. Yeah, that's my next thing on 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 the notes. Cool. Boy, I'm telling you, so, me and you hitting it. So what I didn't know, um, and what I actually had to research, I assumed that Corto Maltese kind of just represented Cuba. Does um, it not? Because that's what we've always thought. I mean, or like some country uh that's similar to that um and it might but i learned that corto maltese is named after an italian comic book from the 60s uh like there's a guy whose name is corto maltese and um he's a comic book character from an italian comic book writer from like 1967 uh i had no idea that was a thing me neither but it's still cuban in my mind yeah, same like that, it's, all, it's still just an analog was the cuban missile crisis <laughs> exactly that's, <laughs> that's ex- exactly ex- what, so, this, what it is <laughs> yeah for me it's just it's just cuba like gotham city is some people say it's new york some people say it's chicago whatever um, i always thought it was on the east coast it ain't chicago i'm thinking it's on the east coast somewhere like pittsburgh or something like that you know yeah I've always <laughs> viewed it as New York and then Metropolis is like Los Angeles, but I, eh, it doesn't, mm. they're fictional. It doesn't matter. Um, Cause I feel like East coast makes sense. Cause there's like a Gotham Harbor and that just mm. makes me think East coast. Yeah. And it's dirty and it's dirty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think it's an analog for New York city, but um, anyway, yeah. So the Corto Maltese situation is, you know, brewing and the, Soviets and the U.S. are fighting over it, and um, you know, Superman just kind of goes in and handles it. And one of the things that Reagan said is like, "We've got God on our side, <laughs> or at least the next best thing." <laughs> so you, you guys, as the viewers, don't know yet, but uh, these DC animations do a very good job portraying these presidents. And there's one that's going to come up in here, man, boy. I tell you what. <laughs> He could have been the voice actor playing himself in that. I was like, wow. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, too. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk about it later. Uh, yeah. they'll, they'll, the people will just have to wait for us to get there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the voice actor who did Ray, this was this was a good Reagan, as far as I could tell. I was not mm-hmm. alive during the Reagan times, but uh, from what I understand, this was a, this was a good Reagan. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that does happen, so there are a lot of things that are happening right now. Um, Super, uh, not Superman, uh, Gordon at the policeman's ball hands over the commissionership to Ellen Yindel. And Commissioner Gordon pretty much says, I really hope that you (laughs) make friends with Batman because he's here to help. And those are not problems you want, I promise. And she says, nah, fuck that. I'm arresting him because he's a criminal. Hating. <laughs> Straight yeah. hater. Just really being a hater. And it's like, Ellen, you're going to learn. Just like everyone else. 
You don't want these problems. Nope. And so, um, now with uh, one of the, we're jumping around a little bit, but there's a lot of different points where stuff happens. So, or rather, a lot of this stuff is happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So the Joker is preparing for his television appearance, and one of his henchmen comes. Now, I don't. I've never known his henchmen to have names, so like I don't know if he has specific or like his henchmen always die. Like his henchmen are never like the only hench person that he has for any length of time is Harley. Yeah, but otherwise they're just random and nameless because this dude. Um, was not necessarily like it, it, he felt toy man ish in what he was able to do. Uh, just with the with the with the kids, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, he comes in with the nose things and he says, "Only breathe through your nose." I've been by your side this whole time. I'm glad you're back. You know all that. And um, one thing that I do like is that the police, like Ellen Yendel, was like. Even though nothing has happened yet, there's going to be some shit. Mm-hmm. So we need to be prepared to take care of it. So she was, she was smart on them because she she had it all ready. Also, the voice of Ellen Yindel, I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Hot Girl from... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. The mom from Wizards of Waverly yeah. Place, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I... Love her. She's great. I if she's she can be in any DC project she wants, and I'm here for it. Uh, but yeah. Um so she's in here, and when Batman arrives, they uh they immediately like he <laughs> Batman starts <laughs> fucking him up. Uh <laughs> it's uh it's kind of an issue. And 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 yeah, he said the Joker planned for this. The the Joker knew I would be coming. He 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 set this whole thing up, and you know it's kind of an issue. And so then we get to the talk show. And Real quick, before before we get to the talk show, while Batman's up there effing him up, Yendo had Yendo and one of the cops had me cracking up because as Batman's beating everybody up, she's like, rush him. He was like, rush him. What? That was hilarious. <laughs> rush him? You go rush him. You see what the hell he's doing. He's twice he's your born. age, he son. So, Find the nerve. So appalled that you said you told me to rush him. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not doing that. Yeah, because like this, I'm watching what happens when he gets rushed. Like they just did that, and it didn't work. <laughs> what do you mean? Rush? That was hilarious. Again, I love situations where people are like, um. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yeah, like, no. Yeah, I love it when people are like they they use discernment. They're like, no, I don't think I will. Man, she said he's twice your age, son. Find the nerve. Find the nerve. You yeah. find the nerve. You yeah, for real. What you think this is? <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm watching him do this. Rushing him clearly won't work. So, um. Joe, we we get to the talk show, and whenever, like, right before the talk show, we see Bartholomew's talking to the Joker, and the way that the Joker looks, right then, I was like, oh, there's about to be some shit. Because you can only see, like, the eyes and, like, some silhouette of him. And I'm like, he looks so fucking 
ready to kill everyone in this room. Like, look yeah. at him, Bartholomew. Yeah, his educated ass don't see it. He just don't see it. Yeah, like, look <laughs> at him. Like, look at him right now and tell me that you feel safe letting him. So then um, he goes to see Conan O'Brien. And um, Conan is like, uh, so you've killed like 600 people. What's the deal there? And Bartholomew just gets to talking. Now you stop right there. This is a sensitive man. Yo, dumbass up. And Joker was like, no, 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 I got it. I'm going to kill everybody in here. Boy, at that time, if I was in that audience, I'd have been like, yep, I, uh, I knew I shouldn't have gonna... came to this shit. Let me go ahead and slide on out of here. Yeah, I'd have been like, boy. I'm, yeah, as soon because the Joker's one person, if he says, I'm going to kill everyone in this room, I know he means it. You're, you're a clown prince of crime. I'm leaving. Making jokes like, no, nah, ain't no joke I'm trying to be a part of. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm not, no, I'm not staying there for that. That's not even something I'd want to see. I don't want to be in the same room with him. I know what he does to people. Yeah. So, no, I, uh, wasn't no black people in that audience, uh, from what I could tell. Mm. But, uh, you know. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, he says, I'm going to kill everybody in this room. Uh, And Conan is like, wow. All right. That's a great way to break the tension. And Dr. Bartholomew was like, he doesn't mean that. It's like, I, the Joker was like, oh, oh, I don't? Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, Conan, can I keep this mug? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we, plenty of them back in the closet. Yeah, plenty of them. Like, wow. <laughs> and he just, <laughs> long as you won't miss it. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, the little little weird kids come in and those they made those kids so ugly they really are and i know that they did it on purpose but yeah like those kids were gross looking and nobody could just get out of the room yeah i guess the room was locked from the outside and so (laughs) how that happened but whatever y'all y'all up there messing with batman meanwhile all these people are dying with the joker fighting the wrong person what's going on here because that's the thing that that's the thing that I wonder is why weren't there any police already in there or around or nearby? Like, what are we all, all going to do from the roof if something happened? Yeah. So, yeah, no, y'all should have already, somebody should have already been in there. Even if it was a small team, there should have been somebody in there to, you know, die along with the people, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, there should have been some police, um, there should have been some police representation in the room. Uh, when that went down, I think. And the fact that there wasn't is weird because whenever Ellen Yindel said, neither of them leave free tonight, when were y'all going to go get the Joker? Like, when when, when was that going to happen? Because he, he was able to get out without any problems. So well, obviously nope. the exits weren't... Like, I, don't, I, I, I don't understand, but, you know... The wrong man. Yeah, they, they wasted too much time on Batman, which, yeah, that's how that's going to go. <clears throat> and so, um, cool, Joker, everybody gets gassed, and Robin comes in clutch with the Batcopter, uh, so Batman is able to get out. And then 
the Joker goes to see Selena, and he immediately <laughs> is like, "Ooh." <laughs> Which, once again, y'all, from my comment last time, Selena was just so bad. I don't know what happened in these 10 years. Time. But my, my good God almighty. Yeah. Time <laughs> just, these, and that's the thing, like, these are city miles. Like, these people have done some hard aging because assuming Selena is roughly the same age, there are 55-year-old women who don't look like that. Yeah. And I guess I guess there are 55-year-old women who do. Because I guess when I think 55, that's not... 55 isn't quite there yet in my head. And so maybe, you know, my perception of people is off. But yeah, no, that's not that's not what 55 looks like in my head. Assuming Selena is roughly the same age, but I would assume was, Selena is a little bit younger than Bruce. That ain't my Selena. Ain't and Selena like in my head. And let me say this about that: Gordon's wife, assuming that he and her are roughly the same age, um, which I would imagine she's younger than him, but he's in his seventies, so she's got to be in her fifties. Uh, she's more what I expect a fifty-something-year-old woman to look like, and she may be <laughs> older than that. Probably so. Um, Probably so. Yes, and yes. while we're talking about her, uh, that is Gordon's second wife. Uh, if you noticed, whenever uh, Jim had to go to the grocery store, uh, you may have noticed a family photo of Jim's first wife. And you may have also noticed that the picture of Jim's first wife and Jim in that picture was him from Batman Year One. I mean, and so... I yeah. So again, this is um, those these two movies happen in the same universe, and so like that picture is essentially taken from that movie. So if you watch that movie and then you see that photo on the wall, you're like, "Yep, that is exactly what that is." So yeah, just you know, a little something uh, for you to pay attention to. But um, back to what's going on. So he uses mind control lipstick. Uh, on Selena to get her to get one of her girls to then use mind control lipstick on the senator or the congressman who demands uh, that the Soviets or that we do a strike on them over the Corto Maltese situation. I don't quite know how that like I don't I don't know how those things are connected like I don't know why the Joker was trying to do that I guess. That was going to be my question to you. What did that have to do with anything? Did he just want to cause chaos because that's what he does or what? I'm guessing uh, because that that feels like a larger plan that like Lex would come up with or something. Now, I know that the Joker is very tactical and the Joker does possess the necessary skills to make these kind of things happen and all that. But I'm wondering if this is just him wanting chaos or if there was some kind of goal that he was wanting uh or if there was something he was trying to get from that uh if that was a part of a plan that he had because that's something that i don't know if we'll ever know um but you know that was a uh, so that was strange to me uh not necessarily a problem but 
Uh, I can attribute that to the fact that the Joker just wants the world to burn. But it just felt like that was really elaborate and was not specifically related to Batman at all. No. Um, Or, well, and I mean, even if it was a situation where he's literally just trying to uh, give Batman problems, he didn't need to do the congressman part for that to happen. Like, all he needed to do was visit Selena. Yeah. And, you know, that would have been, he would have been good there. But, um, so, another great disguise, he dresses up as O'Halloran. And... Yeah, when he showed up as O'Halloran, uh, Yindel just, Lieutenant, here's the info. Yeah, it looked like him. You, you got me too. Yeah, Once he, just, again. he looked like O'Halloran, just a little dark. <laughs> but yeah, like, again, Batman's costume game in this movie was so good. The, the big difference between his disguise and the real Halloran was that chin. Yeah. You and again, oh, Batman chin, but yeah. And Batman was darker skinned than O'Halloran was. Mm. But um yeah. Uh, uh they they um they showed a death on TV. Yeah. That, that cameraman filmed all that. <clears throat> and then the black dude who was the reporter, he was like, Well, dude just died. Let me see if I can get a statement. <laughs> like <laughs> What? What? Are two? Yeah, that was um, that that was that was wild, and I was like, "Well, I guess y'all just used to this, huh?" Yeah, desensitized like Gotham. Yeah, like Derek, I think his name was Derek. Yeah, he was just unbothered. <laughs> well, like he right. he might as well be like, "Well, another one bites the dust." <laughs> anyway, let me see if I can get a statement from uh, Commissioner Yindel. <laughs> get them, get them cameras out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that shouldn't have been funny, but that was really funny. Uh, I, I had to rewind it. But um, so he dresses up as a hollering. He finds out that it's one of Selena's girls. And then he finds Selena dressed up in a Wonder Woman costume. And that's the part where I'm like, yeah, the Joker was just being shitty to Batman by putting her in a Wonder Woman costume and binding her, which is another callback because Wonder Woman has an extensive history. She's been around for a very long time. And she spent a lot of her time being written by men of an older generation. And uh-huh. so there was one point where Wonder Woman's literal only weakness was being bound. Yeah. And uh that was, you know, uh, just a little uh a little homage to that. And I'm like, you didn't need to do that, but okay. Uh whatever. If Wonder Woman showed up because that's Wonder Woman is one person who has never had a problem with killing people. No. Like, I don't care which version of Wonder Woman it is. She has no problem spilling blood and ending lives. Yeah, for sure. And so, Joker, if you want those problems, <laughs> Diana can give them to you. Oh, God. Yeah. <clears throat> Wonder Woman didn't need to be in this movie, but she absolutely could have. And I would have been, it would have been welcome. I'd have been like, yes, bring her in. I love seeing Diana in things. So we are led to the fairgrounds and they get there and the fight begins. And so the carnival. Yeah. Now we here. And so whenever Joker's Joker's like, I'll handle the bad man. I'm not getting no cotton candy 
from somebody wearing that mask. No, I don't want to go to that one. There's Absolutely plenty not. of other ones at this carnival yeah. that I can go get where I can see a face. Yeah, I will I'm keep not, going. I'm not getting it from there. I'm not doing it. I'm <laughs> going to keep going. Uh, Because, yeah, I would not. No, we're not doing that. What? No. Real quick, I'm driving down the street today, coming home from work, and guess what I see? A nigga in a scream mask driving. And he was turning left and they looked at me and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on here? I was like, boy, if I see some shit on this damn news tomorrow about somebody he didn't die, because that was that was crazy as hell. People were doing some crazy shit. Yeah, in July? What are you Driving doing? Driving with a whole screen mask on. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, he better be lucky you didn't have the piece on you. Because <laughs> uh, that's a situation where it's like, mm, I, you don't want those problems. But, um, so, we get to the fairgrounds, we get to the carnival, and um, yeah, the, the little weird kids are causing a problem. And luckily, they're not a huge problem. Like, they just kind of get dealt with. Um, they try to detonate, detonate themselves to cause a problem, and it's, like, not an issue. And then Robin accidentally kills the guy because he's about to kill her, honestly. No self-defense in uh, my, my eyes. That was absolutely self-defense. Once again, uh, strong, strong, because that was a big, fat dude. And she used them quads to... Get off of me. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, she she's strong for that. Uh but you know, again, we're dealing with super people. So one thing that um well, no, we'll talk about that here in a second. So the Joker, um he's just causing a ruckus. And whenever Batman throws the batarangs at him and one hits him in the eye and the Joker's like, have you lost your mind? Are you out of your mind? Boy, yeah, I was like, he had a, y'all don't understand. He had a whole hostage. Usually, as what Joker remembers, I have a little leeway because I have this hostage right here. And Batman, Batman doesn't said, kill anybody. I, I, I don't care right now. I'm, I trust my aim good enough while you still holding her that she ain't going to get hit and you're going to let it go. Yep. And Joker was not expecting that. He said, you, I, I had her. You could have hit her. I wouldn't. No. No, I'm one word about it. You. Like, if I, if I would have hit her, that's just what it's going to have to be. <laughs> yeah, like the Joker was not prepared for that. And I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he was, oh, he was not ready. Um, and then uh, they go into the Hall of Mirrors. Uh, he takes the kid and just starts shooting people. Uh, no, hold on, hold on. You you skipping past a whole bunch of... We got to talk about the Joker's line to all of them. That boy was running and just walking and just fucking dudes. I had to rewind it like three times just to see what he was doing. Spencer, he took some dude and face planted him in one of the mirrors and cracked it. I was like, Jesus. He was fucking people. Whenever he ran into the, yeah, whenever he ran into that room, I watched it because my wife walked in while uh, I was watching it at that point and like, Mm -hmm. 
he was just knocking up. He was just yeah. knocking they ass out. He was knocking the fuck out of people. And I was like, oh my God. Locked <laughs> that one dude out in front of the kid uh, with the backhand of the gun. And then he was talking to the kid. And then his mom tried to step in and straight said, bitch, back up. Yeah, he yeah, he knocked her. Oh, he knocked her the fuck out. Oh, I, yeah, I'm like, like that, you just don't give a damn. Yeah, like that scene of him like entering the house of mirrors, he oh, he was fucking people up. And I had to watch it a couple times. And then whenever the kid was like, Batman's gonna kick your ass, and Joker was like, he's gonna have to go through you first. <laughs> no joker no i don't think i will (laughs) and then um they start fighting some more batman gets shot um because this joker is not playing around and then the joker uh empties the clip because one of the things shaniko said was like that that gun should be empty by now as much as he's been shooting and then when it is empty she's like ah okay and then uh he finds another one because people freeze no shoot him why why are we doing it i'm not talking about hey bro for for too long he's been shoot him there's nothing to talk about nobody needs to shoot him if you if you shot him in the back nobody in gotham is going to prosecute you for shooting somebody in the back kill him no and that's the thing i i would i'd be worried like oh no i'm going to have to deal with batman if i shoot him that's fine Batman will not kill me. <laughs> but uh Joker gotta die today. I will go down as a, a hero. I will be a champion of the people if yeah. I shoot it. Yeah, like no, I'm there there would be no freeze. If I saw the Joker and knew it was the Joker, I'm putting him down. Putting him down. And that right there is exactly why. He took his gun, and there were a lot more people who died because of that. And <laughs> Now one of the, the things the tunnel of love at this time yes and one of the things again <clears throat> that i think is just excellent movie making was this was a different gun so the gunshots were different um like the the gunshots sounded different which mm. i feel like a lot of animated movies or even live action movies wouldn't have paid attention to because there's kind of just a gunshot sound that mm. is usually used for things and the fact that they uh had enough attention to detail to make those two guns sound different um is is just another part of what makes this excellent um so yeah the tunnel love joker if i am in the tunnel because there was that last couple that uh was still in the tunnel no if i hear the shit going on back there because especially in the tunnel those gunshots are you're gonna know exactly what that is i don't care how far into the tunnel you are you're gonna hear it there should not have still been people in that fucking tunnel whenever they heard gunshots. Uh, I would have been out that bitch so quick. <clears throat> but yeah, the, um, the tunnel of love and death and robots. That's what I call that. Cause that, 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 that it was, it was what some, maybe some, some pink water, or whatever that shit turned red real fast. Cause he was laying out. Yeah. He was putting bodies down. <clears throat> um, and so, we get to the tunnel love and uh you know they start fighting and Batman no more no more 
No more. <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines in this movie. No more. Because he had had a fucking enough. He said, the number of people I've killed by letting you live, it ends today. And this is... I don't know movie. how many people I've killed, but you... He said, I kept, kept... I know you did. And that's and I, I love you for it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, I have no idea how many people I've killed. I've kept count. And I love you for it. <laughs> and then, this is the movie where I first used the word jug. Um in reference to stabbing someone because you know whenever you shank whenever i think of shanking somebody i think of it being like really really close like what you do in prison like you just kind of get up on somebody "Ah, ah." no but like uh to jug somebody he can't he reached back and so he he jugged him twice and um it was at that point that batman uh brought that neck around town and then there's a, the Joker's got some lines. The Joker makes it very clear. Like, no, I got what I wanted. I made you lose control. I made you break. I can die in peace now because I did exactly what I set out to do. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to see you <laughs> in hell. <laughs> and then the Joker snapped his own shit. Now, Larry, I have two things to say about this. Firstly, um, in the last episode, I said that this movie did two things for me. This movie let me know that the Batman is human. Mm. And this movie let me know how crazy the Joker is. Yeah. I knew that the Joker was crazy, but the way I saw crazy was still in a box. This I needed to see this movie to understand the level of crazy that the Joker is and that my mind wasn't there. Like, I didn't, that wasn't possible to me until I saw this movie. When I saw this movie, I was like, oh, that's a level of crazy that I didn't comprehend quite yet. And I needed to see this movie to understand that. He snapped his own fucking neck, Larry, and he did it without his hands. He just turned. Slowly, and it's like, and necked himself, and I was like, so the first time I watched this, that's that's it was this whole scene that let me know what crazy is at that level because I didn't I didn't have that in my head when I when I first watched it I didn't know what I had to rewind that part because I was like whoa, whoa, whoa what what just happens I had to rewind and be like oh 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 Batman put his hands on him with that stuff. And did something real fast, and the it it, it 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 wasn't it was enough to where Joker said, "Ooh, I know, I know, ooh, I I know what just happened, and you just effed up." Now I might still be coherent and 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 moving, but all I gotta do is this little simple move, and it's gone because <laughs> you 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 didn't effed up with it, yeah. So I, I just didn't know that Batman was the reason when I first watched it of that quick motion because he was stabbing him shit. He was like, dang, no shit hurt. Get off of me. Yeah. <laughs> now, Larry, I got something for you. This is what I realized, or this is what occurred to me this time when I watched the movie. So mm-hmm. 
we have seen in this movie that mentally Batman is not okay. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever I whenever I saw what Batman did to the Joker, whenever I saw Batman bring him around town, that to me absolutely should have killed him. Mm-hmm. So, I ask you this question: Do we think it's possible that Batman actually did, in fact, kill the Joker and? All the things that the Joker said to him were only in Batman's head. Mm. Because, again, with what I saw Batman do to the like he he again he brought it around town. Like, <laughs> you don't you don't come back from that because Batman brought it around further than the Joker did on himself. Joker hit like a 90. Batman hit him almost with like a 135 uh, as far as degrees go. And so Batman, as far as I saw, like what Batman did absolutely should have killed him. And so... At at this time, Batman is is shot. He's been slid across the stomach and he got those stab wounds. And he got jugged. He's he, he's losing a lot of blood, so if he is hallucinating, it's quite possible because, yeah, you know you 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 losing it. Yeah, and here's the thing: the fact that the Joker says to him, "I made you lose control," that is what leads me to believe that Batman actually did it. Because if the Joker killed himself and everybody just thinks Batman did it, that's one thing. But if Batman actually did it then it would make sense that he would then have a vision of the Joker saying to him, essentially, in the afterlife, like, I made you lose control. I, you know, you've been obsessed with me. I've been obsessed with you. This is the perfect way for this to end. I made you do what you said you wouldn't do, even though this Batman is fine killing people. Um, But I... That is one, like, again, the first time watching this, I I just took it as that motherfucker crazy. And it's a level of crazy that I was not understanding until I watched this movie. Because I watched that, I don't know how many times I've watched that scene alone. Because I was like, no, I need that back a few (laughs) times. But um, this time, when I watched the movie, I am really thinking, because Batman needed a nap. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like he, went, he, needed... he went. He went and sat by him, and was like. <sighs> and again, this movie, like this time watching the movie, I didn't realize, or I guess I realized it, but it didn't occur to me how much kind of attention they give to Batman's mental state in this movie and how not okay he is. Um, I mean, whenever he's talking to Harvey and, you know, all of the flashbacks that he's having and, you know, the fact that whenever the Joker's burning, he's like, stop laughing, shut up, don't look at me. Like, he's doing all that shit while the Joker's body is on, like, incinerating. Mm-hmm. And he's like, stop laughing at me. Like, Batman's not okay. He No, he wouldn't. And so, I... I'm thinking, based on what I saw Batman do to the Joker, the Batman killed him. And then all of the stuff that the Joker said to him between him getting his neck snapped and him snapping his own neck was just happening in Batman's head. Because Batman was the only one there. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And well, again, if the Joker framed Batman, then that wouldn't have met the Joker's dream. Like, I don't, that's not what the Joker wanted. No, no, Batman is, <clears throat> Batman definitely killed him. Even, even if the Joker finished it off himself, like I said, he knew what his body felt. And he was like, oh, <laughs> oh, you, you got me. Huh? You did, yeah, you got me now. <laughs> okay, well, um, yeah, I'm gonna say these little lines, and I'm gonna go ahead and dip out of this thing because I got it. So yeah, yeah you 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 didn't you done fucked up now, boy, huh? Bye. <laughs> so yeah, yeah no, so... Batman Batman did kill him. I mean, they as the police had all rights now to kind of go after this dude because now you didn't. Once again, it's the Joker though, and we really gonna sit here and be like. He didn't know. No, you did. Because the he, I, I, they would have killed him. Like the police, absolutely oh, would have yeah. killed him. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and in Batman's offense, he was sitting here jugging me. Jugging I had to me. get him off of me. I couldn't I, take any more stabs. I left DNA all over the place because of this fucking guy. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, when he spit on him, I was like, Batman, why would you do that? But then he incinerated his body. I was like, oh, okay, that's why. But yeah, he was leaving just drips of blood all over the place. And so, yeah, like, I don't know how good forensics was in 86, but, uh, you know, they could have probably used it a lot of that to figure out what the situation was. So, yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite moments, uh, that that whole that yeah. whole sequence, like the moment they get to the fairground, um, it's just it's so good and just chaotic. It's it's, it's so much chaos. I'm doing his stuff. And again, this is what I needed to understand what the Joker is. This this is what I needed. There were a lot of times when you know I'd see the Joker do some crazy shit, but like this is the movie where I was like, oh no, that's a different tier of crazy. <clears throat> so um, now. Yendel and you know Batman takes his nap. The cops are coming through. He's trying to get out of there a little bit. He uses that gun. You know he's I'm effed up. Use that gun. He's like clumsy. Uh, then uh, I, there was a point where Yendel sees him and is about to get him and stuff. And I got in my notes. I was like, oh yeah, equal lifts and equal rights. Jim yep. tried. Jim tried to tell your ass. I hope tried you to tell you this. And maybe that's kind of what had to happen to let Yendel know like mm. and I was talking about rush this nigga that hurt <laughs> yeah that didn't feel good at all because yeah she got her fucking like her whole shit like she she needs a new prescription after that you're like freeze bow like, and then that's what she was like if it's not a cop shoot it I'm mad <laughs> man oh this shit hurt um so yeah uh again robin comes in clutch and just lassos his ass up because that's that's what we're gonna have to do my boy was not okay (laughs) yeah and actually even uh before this one of the things that well i don't know if it was before or after this but one of the things that i forgot to mention was uh the moment whenever they were um like oh this was uh this was before because i think this is when they were leaving uh the tv studio uh Mm -hmm. whenever they were 
um, you know, leaving on the copter and they like hook themselves into the thing. And mm-hmm. uh, Robin doesn't hook herself and she falls. Well, and, she, it's not that she didn't hook herself. The cops. Or it was too big. Uh, yeah, it, I think the cops. Oh, they shot the. And they they hit one of the one of the straps and it it broke. She's about okay. to fall. Yeah. So yeah, she was about to fall, and then uh, she she was about to fall. She gets caught. Uh, she falls again. She gets the cape. He pulls her up, and then uh, whenever she gets up there, like that was that was what reminded me that like she is a child. Yeah. She, and, she wrapped she wrapped around like ooh wee. Well, that was yeah. scary. Let me. Yeah, like, that was terrifying. <laughs> That's why he said it's like he's a good soldier. Good soldier. Yeah. Good soldier. I, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Like that. I yeah, that was that that moment was powerful to me. Just because it was like I I have got you. Like I know that you have been out here like really saving my life all this time, honestly. Like without Robin, he would have been done. Yeah. So it's good that she just, you know, had the pluck. But yeah, like that that moment whenever uh he was able to save her and she uh, just held on to him. I was like, you could see, yeah, that that reminded me. Like, she is still, she is still just a child, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we then get to uh, the Soviets nuking Corto Maltese, and Superman intercepts. It detonates. It releases an EMP, and everything is blacked out. Now. Well, USA nuking Corto yeah. Maltese. No, I thought that Russia was nuking Corto Maltese because uh, the United States had soldiers in Corto Maltese. And Superman so, had just ruined their whole... Like, he just fucked up the Russians. I, I thought that, okay, I thought the Russians were sending the missile to America. No, they were sending it to Corto Maltese. Okay, because I'm thinking Corto Maltese is is Cuba, so it's like it, on the it's, way. It, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it's this this is Russian base. You know, you got your people there too, whatever. I'm thinking they retaliating. Okay, so you think, all right, all right, okay. Yeah, so they they sent the bomb to Corto Maltese because they had just been pushed out of Corto Maltese by Superman and okay, like I guess I the military, and it was kind of like a, if we can't have it, nobody can is what yeah. I'm assuming. So, mm-hmm. um, Superman intercepts it. It explodes, it causes an EMP, and it sucks the life out of Superman. Now, this is the first and only time I have seen Superman suck the sunlight out of living things. Have you seen that before? I have not. Have you seen it after? Have you seen it ever? Has that ever been something you've seen happen? I have not. Because I watched it and I rewound this part too, and I was like, so there's it's raining and it's cloudy, and Clark is sitting here as the zombified Clark that we know happens whenever a nuclear explosion happens. How are you getting sicker? What's happening? And I'm thinking that since you are radiating this radiation, that's why the ground around you is dying. So what you're saying is he was taking the essence out of the ground, and that's why he got back to himself. Yes, because that that was what I saw. I saw he grabbed that flower, and he basically sucked the sunlight out of it to get himself back right. Okay. 
Um, because it didn't like the radiation killing the stuff didn't even occur to me. I thought that he was sucking the life out of the uh stuff around him, and that's why he grew back to being his size. That may and that makes more sense to me because I was really stumped of how are you getting bigger and the sun ain't showing. I don't I'm not understand it because in in um. Uh, it happened in Dawn of Justice, didn't it? Um, did it? Did I don't it? think it did. I didn't think okay. so. Okay, in in Batman versus Superman, he died, but before he died, I feel like they showed like he, didn't he stop a bomb and he had to go and fly up to the sun to to get back good, and then he came back down to fight Doomsday again. It was it was Maybe. something that happened. And that's the thing, like it, him it's, flying it's up to the him going up to the sun to get a little recharge makes sense. Uh, but yeah, for him to just you know drain the wildlife of its sunlight is not a power I had ever seen him have. And 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 maybe you're right, and that's not what he did, but that's what it looked like he did to me. So you know, that's cool to think that way because I didn't think that way. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's, and if he can do that, cool. But um, I guess him absorbing sunlight makes sense. Again, I just didn't realize he could pull it out of stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe this Superman can't. Superman's got all kinds of random ass powers that nobody knows about. So the EMP happens and it blacks everything out. And Batman just knows that. Um, because, yeah, like he's, he's, essentially in a coma until the power goes out and then he's like well i'm awake now show me what's going on and he's just like yeah this is what happened pretty sure and it's uh lucky that batman just has a ranch uh because as you know there's chaos there's looting there's violence and batman gets on the steeds and calls order now we mentioned in the last episode the somewhat usage of guns or lack thereof. Now, we see Batman use a gun to detonate the wall to get out of the carnival. Um, but he says very specifically, like, we will be the law, but not with these. These are loud and these are clumsy, uh, referring to the guns. And so this Batman... And it snaps the whole shotgun over his, his knee. I think he just did it with his hands. I don't think he used because he was on a horse. So I don't think he used his knee. I think he just took it and snapped, snapped it. Snapped the whole shotgun. It's like metal. Oh, oh. Yeah, just in the middle of it. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, that would explain why during, uh, I think it may have been the Bruno fight or it may not have, but there's a point where Batman, like, he reaches both arms through a brick wall, grabs somebody, and then drags them into the darkness. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Because this Batman, he's not bulletproof. So he's not wearing armor. He's just wearing like leotard or just like, you know, clothes because he gets shot a few times in this movie and he gets jugged. And so normally we're used to Batman in armor that will protect him from a lot of things. But in this movie, like that is cloth. Yeah. And so he doesn't have any armor to help him punch through that brick wall and, you know, rape that dude. So, yeah, like this, this Batman is not human. Uh, that's made very clear. Yeah. And that's fine, honestly. 
Like he can be superhuman. I'm good with that. But uh, anyway, so Batman calls order on the steeds, and it is at that point that the commissioner's like, you know what? He's too much. There's nothing we can do. Like he has, he brought this city to order, and that's something we couldn't do. And yeah, he's got everybody like being peaceful and like helping and trying to actually have something going on. And then Commissioner Gordon is on like the other side of town doing the same thing. You get the citizens of Gotham and then you get the mutants and, you know, they about to go to war together. Yeah, that standoff was serious because, yeah, the people were like, we've had enough of this shit. (laughs) And so they were getting anything they could grab, shovels, uh, pipes. Just whatever. Trash cans, fire extinguishers, like, no, we we doing this. And he, uh, when he when he was on that horse, you remember him yoking that man on that horse? Yep. You know Batman ain't healthy. Batman is just coming at this court. I've been shot, slid across, stabbed, and you still just what's superpowers though? We just discussed that, but you know, he yoked that whole world ass man. Yep. Yes, <laughs> he did. And that's fine. <laughs> Uh, this Batman's too much. Obviously, he's been keeping up with his weightlifting and all of that. But um, so yeah, Superman bring or uh, Batman brings the city to order, and uh, they say on the news like the only city that is not in chaos is Gotham. Like that's the only city that has order, and it's because of the Batman. And that's what we're doing. And then President Reagan is like, so Superman. It's time for you to go take care of it. And Reagan says, like, if you got to put him down, put him down. Like, it's it's not a problem if you got to put him down. I promise. There's a pardon in it for you. But, yeah, he's we got to do something about him. He is making this administration look like fools. And so take care of it. And uh, then we go to the conversation with batman and oliver the first time i saw this movie i did not know that was oliver i don't know at what point i realized it was oliver but like when they were talking i had no idea that was oliver because <laughs> like who the fuck is this who's fuck is this man and then, uh, yeah. yeah and then uh whenever uh you know we got later in the movie i was like oh that's why whenever they were talking at the Wayne Ranch, he said, and Oliver, how did he take it? Wasn't supposed to go that way. Well, it did. Well, it did. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, Oliver's like, I don't care what happens. I just want a piece of him because I'm still mad. Boy. Yeah, the schoolboy. I want a piece because I hate that nigga. I hate him. <laughs> I hate you. He took my arm from me to the shoulder. Like you could have just taken his hand. No, he took the whole th- to the shoulder. Yeah, you he get said, you got you got like use like a paper clip to pin it up here and stuff, so so your sleeve don't just be flopping dangling. around. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said it still hurts when it's cold, and it's been cold a lot. It's like oh, yeah. Um, I see why you're pissed. And uh I definitely yeah, I definitely get it. So yeah, after that, uh, you know, 
they're just doing equestrian lessons. Uh, Batman figures, no, we we riding horses now, so you you gonna have to learn this. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then again, Superman calls the challenge, the challenge, and Batman calls a venue. Military clears it, and uh, they meet. And this is the first time that I see uh, the bat armor uh, mm-hmm. that is used for the fight. And I know that Superman was not giving it his all, but Batman was beating his ass. Beating his ass. <laughs> he was beating his ass. Beating his and ass. You know, you know Clark wasn't giving it his all because he he's like, for, for real? Bruce, like, that was three ribs right there. Do you want me to kill you? Yeah, like what? Are, what are we doing, Bruce? Come on, because uh, yeah, Superman—he took a lot of punishment that he didn't necessarily have to take. But yeah, Superman was very much like Bruce. I don't want to do this, and Bruce was like, "No, you gonna have to. This is what we're doing today." <laughs> and so yeah, that oh, uh, that fight scene is just great. It was great. It was good. It's so it was good. good. And they and, really did a good job with. How that armor looked, and even in in Batman, well, a lot of people shit on Batman versus Superman, but that armor was comic book accurate. Because I yeah. like that movie, and I I don't well rather I don't hate that movie. Like not, I think that no, movie's that a bad movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not just trash like no, a lot of people say it was. Right. Like there are much worse movies, but I thought that movie was pretty good and i've gone on the record as saying ben affleck is my favorite live action batman and perhaps this is why Uh but yeah that suit was surprisingly accurate like i didn't think pulling off that suit in live action would work and it did and so yeah um batman yeah like i said batman's just beating his ass and then superman uh you know lets loose a little bit and he's like i if I have to kill you, I will. But um, that was three ribs, Bruce. And then he looks at his heart, and he's like, Bruce, your heart, you're, you're going to die. And Batman's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the middle of something. Don't worry about me. <laughs> yeah, pay, pay attention. And, you know, of course, uh, prep time. So Batman uh, prepared everything. Even when Superman was using the x-ray, he was like, I got you. Right out the gate. And so... Yeah, uh, he's like, Superman shouldn't be listening at this point. So here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do. And um, Alfred Alfred just couldn't handle it. And I get it. Because Alfred had a stroke. I, think, I, I assume he had two strokes. He, he did had, have two strokes. Because yeah. you, saw, you saw him yeah. not move that arm and he put yeah. on that coat. He had a yeah. first stroke. <laughs> and uh, whenever he was you know, still in the library. Stroke aneurysm, whatever happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that that side was done, and then yeah, like by the time he got outside into the cold and all that, yeah, he he had that second stroke and it was over. And I was like, those were stress induced. I know, because he was uh, he figured if Batman dies today, there's nothing left for me to do. I've done I've done all I need to do. So, um, it was sad to see Alfred actually die. Like I I didn't like that. But no, I didn't like that at all. I was like, damn, well, you know, we didn't even talk about it or anything. Like, he's shooting fireworks out here to you. Um, yeah, they uh, they didn't even talk about it. And I was like, damn, I was just gonna die. I mean, Bruce did it, you know, okay, <clears throat> yeah, but you know, whatever, it's fine, I guess. Um, 
but yeah, I I didn't like seeing Alfred die. But you know, well, I get well, it. He was he was we, we, very very old. We skipped a little part, and and what Bruce was saying before the heart attack thing happened. Bruce had hit Superman with that kryptonite dust. Yes, and he so said it was got, very expensive and took kryptonite forever. Dust, then he was Bruce was really whooping his ass, and and Clark was was bruising up because now I've been whooping your ass this whole time, but you Superman, so you know it's not you'll be doing okay. a lot, yeah, yeah. But then when he got hit with that stuff, and I was hitting you with these punches, now you see what it feels like to be us every day. Yeah, you you're dealing with your own mortality. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's, yeah, what, he that's was, what you're doing. Because that's the thing, like he was. He hit him with the kryptonite dust, and then he was still hitting him with full armor force. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just, like, regular punches. No, like, he was hitting him with the same hits he was hitting him with earlier. Because he know he can take it still. This yeah. ain't going to kill you. I mean, you you going to feel it a lot more Yeah, you're going to feel it. It and ain't going to kill you. Yeah, you might need some reconstructive surgery by the time yeah. I'm done with you. Because, yeah, you're going you're gonna to be swole up. Yeah, he, so oh, he beat his ass. So then the and heart he said, happened. Yeah, like I, I want you to know in your most private moments that, that it I, wasn't Lex, it wasn't nope. Brainiac, it wasn't Zod, it was me. I'm the one man who beat you. <clears throat> and now I can die. And this going going back to what you said earlier with Superman, his respect towards him, he saw Bruce was, was was having this heart attack and he was like, Bruce, I just now this man just hit you with kryptonite and whooped your ass. And then you're like, ah, uh, uh, my, my friend, my friend is dying. My friend's about to die or whatever. And he yeah. told everybody else, don't, don't you touch, touch him. him. Don't touch him. I yeah. will take care of this. <laughs> yeah. Because this is my friend. This is my best friend. Now, going to the, are we ready? We ready to go to the cemetery now? Uh, Yeah. So going to the cemetery, funeral for Bruce is happening. Uh, Wayne Manor exploded. Don't know if don't know if they put that correlation together or not. That Batman seems like he well, you have to have known because he ripped off Superman ripped off his helmet. So the world has to know that Bruce is Batman. So yeah, I, I, no, they, I guess they said it in the news. Like whenever they were talking about the funeral, they said with the revelation that uh, Bruce Wayne was in fact the Batman. Okay. And okay. They said all of his holdings and all of his stock, like all his money, has just disappeared. Okay. Um, and they mentioned that Alfred died too. They they mentioned that the Wayne Manor exploded. Like they they talk about all of it. Okay. Cool. Okay. So they did mention that. So. The thing that gets me now that so we don't know who Selena seems like she knew who Superman was. Oh, she did. She she knew who Superman was, and she was like, "How dare you show your face here or whatever? You know what you did because you know to Selena, you know Bruce was dead. She went in on the gig, and uh, oh, we didn't talk about that part after after he unbound her or whatever. He saw his baby. He had to go and get that little kiss. Come here, girl. Let me get. <laughs> Well, all right, I got you. I love you. Yeah, come on. You know, you still my baby. Uh, so going back now, she knew it, but Jim didn't know who that was. And even being Clark Kent, I'm surprised. And, you know, he was like, was he a friend of yours? And he was like, oh, good question. 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I hope so. He's like, oh, I feel you on that. Me too. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then you know he hears the heartbeat, and then he sees uh, Robin with the shovel, and she mm-hmm. is nervous. She's like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> she didn't know what to do. He's just like, yeah, and, you know, he's like, go, go ahead, girl. Yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> I ain't then, gonna uh, say nothing to, yeah, the, like, to yeah. the world. He to the world. He's dead, but you know, I'm, he I'm went bad. underground like I needed him to. Because yeah. he was being too loud, he was making a scene. So he yeah, was like, doing what Oliver. That's what Oliver was telling him. Is like you, you, you're too loud with what you do or whatever, and that's yeah. why you make a problem. Yeah, so you got to do it quietly, and so that's what he did. And he listened. Yeah, yeah. So, um, one of the things that I really like, I mean, I like a lot of things, but one of the things that like specifically that I really like about this movie is we have seen movies that have, you know, attempted to do too much. Mm-hmm. Um, there are four bosses across these movies and trying to pack too much into one movie is not a mistake that this makes. No. Like it does the opposite. It spreads it out a little bit. It gives things time to breathe. It makes everything make sense. Um, and it, gives each story and each set of characters time to actually happen and happen well. Uh-huh. And again, I feel like with uh, a lot of the standalone movies and, you know, the fact that they were trying to keep their movies like under an hour 30 and all that there, uh, I mean, w- one movie in particular that I think does it uh, also Superman, like it tries to pack way too much into that hour. Yeah. And when I listened to that episode, I was like, wow. Because I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch it. I was like, "Wow, was all of that in there?" Uh huh. Go rewatch that again. That was a lot of stuff. Like you and Jason was like, "There's a lot of shit happening." Yeah, <laughs> and it was too much for one movie. Mm-hmm. And this movie does not make that mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm going. To, I'm on the record. This is my favorite Batman movie. Period. I consider these one movie, uh, the part one, part two. But if I had to call one of them, like this. It's my favorite Batman movie. It's so good. I love it so much. Everything about it. I have no notes. Uh, I think that they did everything flawlessly. They did. They did a good job. It's just, it's so good. Um, Larry, I know that you said in part one, you give it a 10. What about part two? Hey man, it's another ten. How could it not be? It's another ten. <laughs> it's like, another it's 10. so good. It was it was, it was an eleven because the Joker brought his crazy shit out, and we was. I wish I could remember the first time we watched it and just how in awe we were that these niggas didn't. I love listening to a new album for the first time, and I love watching a movie as good as this for the first time too. Because you can't ever get those back. And you're just sitting there just waiting to see what the hell is else going to happen. And it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like the, I, I did so much rewinding when I watched this movie for the first time. Because I was like, oh, no, I need, I need it again. Yeah. And the problem is, I think I was on one of those illegal ass websites. So it was rough to rewind it. <laughs> so now you're popping up. <laughs> yeah, like it was stupid <laughs> and it was causing a mess. And I was like, it, I, I know I need it back. It was so, oh, 
yeah, this is an easy 10. Like, again, it's my favorite Batman movie. Of all the Batman movies that there are, this is my, or standalone specifically, but of all the Batman movies that there are, this is my favorite one. And again, I consider this part one, part two, one movie because together they're like an uh, they're like two hours thirty minutes uh, combined. Man, and, we were so young back in these times because you, uh-huh. you were still on, you were still on Brandon at this time. I was. <laughs> I was in college. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, this was this was so long ago. But again, the yeah, you're right. I can't get back my first viewing of it. And I kind of wish I could, but I'm glad that I've done it because it's just, it's so good. And again, it's, oh, it's my favorite. So uh, by the by the time that you catch up in this podcast to what's actually happening in real life, how many movies do you think will be released by then? I'm going to go with, you're on six. This is 16 mm-hmm. out of maybe 40 something, maybe 50 something. I think that as of recording, uh, we're in low 50s. Um, I think I'm not all the way sure, but I think we're in low 50s um, for or well, no, high 40s. I think we're in high 40s for like official DC animated movies because there are a lot of movies that aren't on the list but that count. So like the showcases don't count. Um mm-hmm. all of the like I think Constantine City of Demons doesn't count. Uh the Slade movie doesn't count. Like there's some I think you should add. I think you no, should add no, I'm no, I'm absolutely going to do them. Like they're they're going to happen, but I'm saying they're not on the like official list. Uh, but no, they're they're I'm absolutely I'm absolutely doing those. I'm also doing the ones that came before this Mask of the Phantasm, uh, the Joker Returns, like uh-huh. all of like we don't talk about all of it. Well, just reconsider that City of Demon thing because that that is still in that universe whenever that comes through. So, oh yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I'm I'm just saying like on the official list that they have uh there are some movies that are not included and i'm going to talk about those as well yeah but if you include those then i believe we're in the 50s uh maybe the 60s well probably the 60s but um as far as like movies that are officially considered dc animated movies um right now high 40s probably so by the, by the time you catch up, I'm going to say that they released four, hmm, three or four movies by the time you we, we get caught up with it. Yeah, because I'm I'm thinking roughly, um, I'd say about three a year, maybe, is, is what will probably happen. Uh, four if it's a good year, but I'm, I'm thinking three a year. And it will probably... So, the last movie that you and I watched together was uh, Batman, The Doom That Came to Gotham. So Mm -hmm. that's, I guess, the last movie that is... um, That's the last one, as of right now. At least that's available for streaming. Uh, We... That movie came out 
March of 2023. So it's going to take me, it'll probably be not a full two years, but it'll be roughly two years from now, uh, a year and change before we get there. So between now and then, um, yeah, I'm going to say five. Uh, okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Cause uh, if we're including, I, I was excluding the newest one that came out, you know, maybe a couple of weeks ago or whatever. Uh, but I am excited to see that one to see, cause I, I, I want to see your boy Mongol and be like, mm, all right. <clears throat> It's yeah. a nice little take on this. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, was there anything else um, on this movie? No, man. It was uh, a, hey, once again, Brandon, this ain't the Batman you want to F with. No, it, absolutely not. It, it ain't it, brother. It'll fuck you up, as you see. Yeah. You know? uh, everything was just, like I say, that for the listeners, if you don't like the stuff, if you like this movie and you didn't like Ben Affleck's Batman, you're almost contradicting yourself because that's who he was portraying. I mean, even in the Flash movie, you saw that blue suit that he had, and it was the same blue suit in part one that he was rocking. Mm -hmm. And then he puts on the black suit in part two, which the black suit is what we were introduced that he was wearing in Batman versus Superman Donna Justice. So I say that big logo of the bat that he has. That that's him. That's him, you know. And that's it's really been a really good broken Bruce Wayne Batman that I was like, I'm I F with this Batman, you know? Shit. Yeah, because that, that trauma is still sitting right there. And yeah, I, we I see it happening. I didn't I didn't lost. Jason has died by now. Dick is doing his things. Don't even know if we even really talking. You know, all this and all that is happening in the Batverse. Um, I, I just, I really hope James Gunn. I have you guys haven't. I haven't talked about this on the podcast. I'm gonna give you guys more stuff. I really hope James Gunn does a good job with it. I agree that his casting choice. For some people has been okay. Uh, I listened to your, <laughs> I listened to your episode of uh, Emerald Nights today, and it was funny because I think by the time you recorded that, you didn't know about the casting of Nathan Fillion being Green Lantern, did you? I did not. And, and then you and Alexis were talking about that, and like, yeah, you know. And then boom, I was like, "Look at them doing a thing and bringing it out." That was funny. That was good. So yeah, I really liked her. She, she, I don't know who that is, but she was cool. And I, what made me like you, Alexis, is OG Green Lantern was black to you, and I ain't mad at that girl. I don't know if you black, but you can come to the cookout if you're not okay. All right, you get the ticket now. So uh, yeah, that that was really that was really cool. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how that Superman goes. I don't know who that guy is at all. I don't know what he's from or anything. Henry he just Cavill. looks, yeah, he just looks like Henry Cavill a few years ago. Uh, it re really, James Gunn could have, yes, yeah. That dude, whoever he picked, looks, I don't know, he's going to have to bulk up or something because he's not uh, as big as Henry. 
I yeah, and I think that's that comes with it. Yeah, like you, I I just assume that they're gonna put weight on him for this. Yeah, they they gonna have they gonna have to put some weight yeah, on it. Whenever you whenever you cast for a superhero movie, yeah, like you got to get them in the gym. Like Chris Pratt did not look like that before Star yeah. Lord. Yeah, you saw what he looked like in uh, your show, Parks and Rec. Yeah, Rick and, yeah. Everybody, I think, is on the same page of Jensen Ackles being Batman for the Tomorrowverse animation world and in live action. I love Jensen Ackles. He can do it every once. He a after his portrayal in the Boys of Soldier Boy, you can be Batman. And after 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 your two part movie again, because you know Batman is the only one who gets two part movies because he's the goat. But uh, <laughs> and we'll talk uh, about those movies later. Yeah. Um, if they they need to make him Batman, uh, I think. Are you still rolling with uh? Oh boy, from with five for Damien or what? Are we going somewhere else? I'm good with him for Damien. It just depends on like if they do that because with Damien, like you gotta there's an age there's there are time restrictions for Damien. So like it could be a situation where by the time they want him, he is too old. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it, that goes. Yeah, it really just depends. Like, but if they would have, because honestly, either him or the kid that played Bruce in Gotham, uh, like both of them would have made good Damians, in my opinion. But I think the kid from Gotham is too old at this point. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know how old five is, but he's <clears throat> if he's not too old yet, he's creeping up there. Like yeah. it won't be long before he's too old. And yeah, so. so we'll- We'll, we'll we'll see who they go, but uh, I'm I'm not mad at his cast choice in too far, man. I agree. Um, I think that he's made pretty good casting choices. There's nobody that he's cast that I've been like, ugh, I don't know about that. So I'm happy with what I've seen at least so far. Because I tell you what. I know who I don't know. I don't know if she was still involved at this time, or whatever. But I know, I know for a fact, Andrea was mad as fuck when they casted Jesse Eisenberg as Lex. Yeah. I I know she was because there's no way in the world that because she was she was over. Just think for you to be over something so long and you did such a great job, and now you step down and somebody else comes in and they do something like that, and you're just like, I've been gone for. Three weeks. What the fuck are y'all doing? Who- Larry, I've I'm sure I've gone on the record. That is, in my opinion, the worst casting choice. Who period who told you to ever do that? When they did Kevin Spacey as Lex, that was cool. But that, that was again, that is that is the worst casting that casting decision <laughs> and for years. The worst casting choice that I thought had been made was Topher as Eddie Brock. Oh, yeah. But this, this, but yeah. Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> as Lex Luthor is number one for the worst casting decisions ever made. The rest of that universe is cast pretty well. I'm yeah. good with Joe as Slade. That was, that was one of, ooh, that was such I a was joy. surprised at how good that choice was. It was so good. Because initially, so mad we didn't get yeah. to do that. Initially, I didn't like it. Initially, I was like, why would you, like, he could be somebody else. And then I saw him and I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you, you, you guys will see what Slade that was, and later on in this, in this stuff as you go through this, because yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's that. Oh yeah, you doing a good yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ben Affleck is Batman. Great. Henry Cavill. Great. Gal. Good. I love Gal as a Wonder Woman. Um, and, and it's so I'm so it's really sad about the Ray Fisher thing because Ray did I think he did a pretty nice job as as Victor and the dude who played Silas did a nice job too. Yep. You know, I was like, that's 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 good. You guys is is I don't know I don't know who was smoking crack at that time picking Jesse, but yeah, yeah. It's just just a terrible casting. It's the worst one, in my opinion. I'm sure that there are other people who think there are other worst ones, but that is the worst casting decision that I think, like, in my opinion, it's number one. Because two and a half men, two and a half men actor as Lex wasn't as bad as that. I I didn't didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't get as mad as that. Because whatever I saw in Supergirl that John Cryer was Lex, I was like, that's not the choice I would have made. And then whenever I actually saw him in more episodes, I was like, okay. I wanna I wanna hate it more. I, I want to dislike this, but I don't hate it. was it. hard. It was hard. Because he, he did a did okay job. I was like, hmm. and that's you the thing. Be a real bitch ass right now, and you're killing it. Yeah. One thing that DC has done, um, there have been times when they've made a decision and I'm like, that ah, I don't like that. And then I actually see it. I'm like, okay. 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 Maybe y'all maybe y'all know what you're doing a little bit. Maybe yeah. you got something here. But yeah, Jesse Eisenberg was just the worst thing they could have. It's so bad. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> mm. But yeah, well, peeps, uh, yeah, you know, this is my my sign off. You know, I came on here for two episodes in a row. So I hope that I come back uh later on during this whole thing in these next two years or whatever. Cause once again, like I said, you know, me and Spence have been doing this for forever. So the whole DCAU we we did together for everything. And uh you guys are in this for a surprise. It's coming up. Stuff stuff that stuff is really coming up. Uh yeah. It's gonna be like, great. <laughs> I've uh I've definitely for- said for for this this you said this came out in January 2013. Mm-hmm. So that means that this is the year, y'all. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this yeah. is the year. <laughs> it's been uh it's been a great time. Um and yeah, I had to have you on this one because uh it's it's so good. <clears throat> I'm excited I'm excited to listen to the episode of with what starts that off if you still gonna pick the person who you said you're gonna pick to be on there I I'm, am. Excited to, I'm excited to listen to that i can't i can't wait to be like hey ooh, yeah you already know yeah. oh and so in the next episode we will be discussing superman unbound so until then salutations salutations